0: That's the one thing all great teams have in common: great coaching. Try to kind of suck up to me, Avery. Hey, Goldberg! i better been in that the chief brother. You stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an asset physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, 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 quack! No, no! It's the Quack
1: Attack podcast. Hey, everybody. This is my first friend group ever. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin is not here, but welcome to the Quiet Air Podcast, an definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. Kevin is a Philadelphia Phillies fan and in pure Kevin fashion just decided to fly to San Diego as the Phillies play the Padres um, in the playoffs. This is baseball if you're not from the U.S. A couple of thoughts. First... Um he is going with
0: a Padres fan. And so this will be fun. The fan is from like California. It'll be fun for him. And two, I wholeheartedly support this. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh perfectly acceptable. Obviously wish Kevin were here. Um, I know he's never going to listen to that. So he will never <laughs> hear that compliment, um, but I support it. And if um, the Phillies end up playing the Astros um, in the world series, um, Maybe we'll try to get tickets to Houston, uh, not for the game. I mean, like bus tickets to go and be able to the stadium because I'm not paying <laughs> two thousand dollars for a fucking uh, ticket. So, wow, wow. What's the I, most you would like pay for like a sporting event in person?
1: Oh man, not a lot. Like one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty is not that much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. Like I don't know. It, it like being there to witness like the championship is just I don't know. It's not a like I don't I don't have a strong affinity for that. Like if my team wins, that's great. I don't have to be there uh to see it. So I was looking literally just before we were
0: recording, I was looking up uh, Blink One Eighty Two tickets uh tickets for when they come to um Dallas. And um that's it was on StubHub, whatever. Um so actually no, it was ticket maybe it was Ticketmaster, anywho it's 135 bucks for like nosebleeds for the cheapest. I'm like, you know what? I've seen Blunk 182. I don't think I need to see them again for $135 a ticket. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it was, if it was under hundred, I'd pull the trigger and then, but for a sporting event, world series, 250, 300, maybe a ticket like for myself, um, like going with a friend who's going to pay for themselves like and it's okay it's only 300 bucks but if it's like you and your girlfriend or your wife or something then that that's when it becomes expensive
1: yeah i guess i've just i've just mentally written it off like if the lions go to the super bowl i'm no i'm not going to the super bowl so like i i've just that's not an option for me so like i've just let it go so uh, yeah, maybe who knows? Hopefully, I, I do run into that dilemma at some point, but anyway, let's get to the topic at hand. Uh, episode four. And hey, you're probably noticing, hey, this came out a little earlier than the previous three pods. And guess what? That's because we did it, we got the screeners. It only took me two months, but I we tracked it down. So hopefully, we get more of this going forward. Right now, we only have the first four, so who I, knows I think if it's we get because... the rest?
0: We talked so highly of the episode Out of Bounds, which mm. was the um, episode, uh, excuse me, sorry, episode, Coach Classic, episode three. I think it's because we were so high on that. Disney was like, you know what? They're never going to say anything bad about this show. Let's give them the screeners. Um, well, I think they're about to regret that because I, I was not a big fan of this episode. Oh,
1: interesting. Interesting. I I thought this was much better than the last episode. So interesting let's get into it episode four draft day you will get my comments and tommy's comments as i mentioned kevin gone he was supposed to send us notes he ended up did not not sending us notes so we'll just have to guess what he does but yeah i guess opening impressions for you tommy i'm interested to hear your just initial thoughts
0: um i thought it was a weaker episode than the last one um there were certain parts of it that were for me a little bit Jarring, and I think the whole Evan Sophie kind of ending there, um, the way it happened again, it's like just didn't seem fleshed out, and it just kind of like, hey, let's get some kind of good B plot going for the rest of the season or whatever, let's break them up now. Um, we definitely, or I should say, I definitely predicted it kind of like mm-hmm. the necklace playing a role yes. in it. Um, I would have been a little bit more uh subtle, um. But again, it's you know 21, 22 minute episodes. You don't have time to really have this long, you know, um, lengthy scenes of no dialogue, that kind of thing where you you've uh, you're you have a lot of you know exposition by these characters explaining what they're doing. Um and so yeah, I I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought it dragged it down. The parts of it I did like, you know, it wasn't uh wasn't a stinker or anything like that. I I like Nick in this episode. Um the draft is interesting um i had notes but unfortunately i brought my notes with me to work and then I, I left them at work um and so i don't have all like the team names in front of me and i was like oh that's not bad but it's just like <clears throat> okay we're the mighty ducks blah 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 um but there's a couple of like little things that i know people would be like dude who fucking cares that just like bugged me a little bit um that we'll get to kind of over the course of this episode as we talk about it but yeah, it's like some things I, I liked, but again, this was, this was not like, it was just wasn't as good as the last episode. So five and a half or six out of 10, maybe for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I enjoyed the, you know, the hijinks. Uh, I didn't, I like, I didn't think it was a great episode. Like I wouldn't say it's like, oh, one of my favorite episodes of the series, but I thought it was good. I enjoyed um nick and alex sort of trading around i enjoyed nick and lawrence there um yeah evan and sophie obviously a little cringy but yeah all credit to tommy talking about the pizza necklace last week we get the payoff this week and then yeah the draft was good yeah i do have some uh issues with the draft as well and the way things went down but enjoyed the coaches um I thought coach Toby was great. He had a great reaction when he was like the number two pick or whatever. And then uh, yeah, trying to get a date with Alex and whatnot, kind of being creepy. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the other coaches, coach Don and the, I think there's a coach Mitch and then there's the loner guy. I don't remember his name, but I thought they were, they were nice just to get a little switch up. Uh, Yeah. Not obviously no hockey, uh, which was a bit of a downer, but um, I think they're setting it up for some big hockey, but Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good, but not, you know, in the upper echelons. Uh, And I thought the last episode was, you know, average, which, by the way, a lot of people agreed with both sides. Some said they loved the last episode. Some people thought it was terrible. Uh, So yeah, how did you, first of all, let's, let's go to Nick and um, Lawrence and sort of that whole switch up.
0: Yeah. And so uh, I actually like that. I thought that was a really kind of cool, like, um, little, like good way to get some gags in there, mm-hmm. but it was like, they should have been building this up over the season. Like we yeah. didn't get, like, we got some of the whole, like, that's my roommate, blah, blah, blah. You know, we could have gotten more of the best player in camp worst player in camp, you know, Lawrence bullying him a little bit, or maybe teasing, um, something like that. Um, it was interesting. Him just drinking Kool-Aid, um, <laughs> I assume that was Kool-Aid is what he was drinking. It's like, I like that again. It's like, it doesn't, there doesn't seem to be as as many of these things going along, you know, episode to episode, same thing with like Toby. It's like, if he's like, I want to date with you, Alex. It's like, why wasn't like, where was that referenced? You know, somewhere else in the, mm-hmm. um, in the season, you know, it's we, we needed something like that. Now, again, I know these episodes are very tight you don't have time for like a long dramatic Sophie hiding the pizza necklace under her, her blouse scene. Like, uh, like I would have liked, you know? Um, um, but yeah, I like the Nick in, in um, Lawrence um, subplot and, you know um, I guess his line about being, Oh, number two pick. Now I've got a chip on my shoulder. Like that was good.
1: Yeah. There was a moment, which I'm pretty sure was a heavyweight reference uh, when they they first um are talking about it and aj brings like the wrong thing i don't remember the exact moment but nick says this displeases me and i was like is that a nod yes.
0: i thought about that um because of course um uh josh in heavyweights played by uh sean weiss as we all know as goldberg he says this pleases me right in reference to uh something that um Kenyon thompson's character says and they're they're talking about the attractive nurse in heavyweights um so yeah i I did think about that and it's like are we going to credit that as like a heavyweights reference you know i'm going to go ahead and say yes
1: i would agree i'd like because i was i was like oh that's like a weird line and then i was like wait a minute that's from heavyweights so i'm counting that i think that's that's a win for us uh when it comes to the bull predictions there yeah so we get that and yeah, that was fun. How you know it all stopped. So I like nothing really happened in that. It didn't push the plot forward at all. But I I enjoyed those moments uh, throughout. You got Marnie again at the beginning. I thought Marnie had some good screen time uh, with the beginning. You, you know you're gonna be crushed. It'll be hard to watch. And then when she's at the end, when Evan almost Evan and Sophie almost get caught, and she was like, "Oh, Sector Seven clear." Uh So enjoyed her. And then you have, obviously, Nick and Alex trading up for the spots. How did you feel about how that all you know, played out?
0: So the trading, I was like, okay, this is good. And they can go for something. Was like, she's going to get all the way to number two or something like that. And then she gets to number one. And so I guess her, her logic was sound because I guess during the draft itself, it was like, Coach Cole got the number one. He should have been like, hey, like everyone, it's like one through eight, but I always take the eighth spot should have yeah. been I like whatever um again plot device but the way she was trading up i guess i liked it my uh my line of the episode um which we'll get to at the end was during kind of like the trade sequences so we'll we'll get that the listeners at home can can start to reflect on what i think my uh, favorite line was but yeah got more marnie um i i like kind of um nick being the um analytics guru plays way too many fantasy sports he said um i like that and you know, I guess her getting number one overall pick and then picking Nick. It's, you know, good message, I suppose. But it was, yeah. I did like how Cole was just like, you're fucking up the camp. Yeah. It's like, this is not about, and I think one of the quackalites in the discord had a good, good line. It's like, they knew what they were getting into. It's like, this is an elite camp. That's what right. it's for. It's not for like, you know, participation. Now it just say it gets to like show up and everything like that, especially if you know you're outmatched. But again, like Cole says, like you're, mocking this camp you're essentially like you're not doing this in good faith or whatever he says and
1: yeah yeah that's been i think the biggest criticism of alex especially is like okay you wanted these kids to go to camp and have fun but also like learn how to get good in hockey and and you know the hate i think that sort of evan is getting for just wanting to participate in the camp like i think that those are some great points made on the discord and like it really stuck with me uh, with Alex this episode because yeah I thought like all the trading was fun and and getting a little more interaction with the other coaches but then it's like okay are you trying to win the camp like she's like oh I'm gonna take you down coach and then it's like are you trying to win or are you not because like you trade up and then you pick Nick and I guess it's like to show a message that uh, like I guess you don't have to be the best athlete to still be a winner in life um, but then she's all like talking trash to Cole. And then the thing, and I didn't know if this was a reference to Evan, but she, when she's like, you know, ducks fly together, mostly 80%. Uh, when he was like, you really believe that? Like, is that just a, a reference to like Evan not being on the team? Or is that like her making a joke about how she didn't really believe it?
0: Um, I think it might've been reference to Evan not being on the team. And okay, I, I guess, um, well, first of all, if I was the worst player at that camp, I would be mortified if I was taking number one overall right. as like a, you know, let's, let's give the, you know, the stupid kid his like time to shine. This kid who's so unathletic, <laughs> we're going to pick him one overall. It's like, and everyone's there staring at you. It's like, oh my God, like, just kill me. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, and, but I guess Nick was really touched by it. So um, all all's well that ends well. Um, but I guess that's Alex's forte. She's like, this is supposed to be fun. Summer camp is supposed to be fun. You know that's her her shtick. Um, I thought she was going to pick Evan, but I'm I'm glad that she didn't, and I'm also glad that Coach Cole picked Evan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if the ducks fly together thing was like just kind of a joke that like sort of goes against her whole you know identity up to this point, where it's like oh we're gonna stick together and have fun and not worry about like individual rankings. So I'm hoping it was a reference to Evan, where Evan sort of uh, you know switched sides to. How did, you, are- um, how did you feel about, like, Jace going to the Ducks and
0: Evan going to Team Dominate? Is that what they were called? Yeah. Like, I guess we all kind of saw that coming. Um, but I, I think, and again, this, this episode kind of essentially, like, clears the table. It's like, okay. Right. You know, Evan, Sophie broken up. These are the teams. This is, like, we kind of have a clean slate to do what we want the rest of the season without, like, something holding us back. Um, so, Mike, what do you think about that?
1: i liked i liked how it played out where evan you know came up to alex and was just like don't pick me and and she was like okay like i'm trying to you know and i liked cole being the good father and like jason's like no don't pick me and he he and it comes around in the end where cole's like that was the hardest thing in the world and he's like thanks dad like like you you get a sense of like yeah cole's putting a lot of pressure on this kid who doesn't want to be there, but he's also trying and he's trying to be a good father and like do what's best, but maybe he's making some mistakes. So I like, again, Josh Duhamel. Great. I, the character Cole, I like, he's a little complicated. There's a complicated, it's not like a more, like a, a one dimensional relationship with the son, which I feel like sometimes is Alex and Evan where Alex is like, Oh, pull back and have fun. And Evan's like, no, I want to do this. And it's like, that constant battle over and over again. So I like that more. Yeah. I like, yeah, it's going to be fun. Like I enjoy, I'm, I'm going to enjoy when Evan has to play the mighty ducks, assuming he does. And I am going to enjoy, you know, Cole watching Jace, you know, assume we assume figure out his hitch and his shot and get better and all that kind of stuff. So, uh to your point, yeah. I think it clears the state and it could go, you know, a couple different ways and it's going to be fun to watch. So, I liked it. I liked the way they did it and it, the way it all played out. I do have some questions about like the draft. Uh Yeah. So, let's let's talk about this. So, yeah. first, 88 players in camp. Right. 8
0: teams. 11 players per team. Are there 11 players in that Mighty Ducks
1: team? No. <laughs> the great point. There's only like there's only 7. And then there's you, and then Evan is you, I think a seventh round pick for Cole because he goes right before uh, Alex picks Jace. So he was like a sixth or a seventh round pick. And, so, and they
0: did pick like a couple of sleepers, right? Like, we're right. going to get like two, like, it's like, oh, I picked this person because, you know, here's this weird stat about them. And they'll like score a goal in the next game, make them win. So it seems like. All right, so Evan and Jace are like a like for like trade, so that's seven, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have two sleepers. Are there two more kids that they're just going to throw on the team?
1: Yeah, it's a great point. So yeah, they, we see them pick Cody and we see them pick Gertie. Like it's it's literally like three seconds of Alex announcing their names. We don't know anything about them yet, which uh, I'm fine with. Like we'll learn about them going forward. Maybe uh, yeah,
0: it, it would be great if like the checkmates show up and they're just like.
1: You guys are at this camp. It's like, yeah, we've been here the whole time,
0: and they're just on this. That would
1: be a nice little like, yeah, okay, you got us. It, that would be good. Uh, yeah, there was a, a there's you know, a bit of a don't bother's reference there when Evan and you know Sophie were talking. But yeah, that I mean, what happened to those other kids? Do they just not get picked? Are they on? You get let's so you have eighty eight kids, and it, it looked like it was you know seven kids a team. Uh, so. Yeah, what's that? Seven kids, eight teams, you're at fifty-six players. So you still have a ton of players uh left to do it. Oh. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know the the math works out there, but um
0: another beef. And this is gonna be the um me acting like a um a prick moment. So um the end of the draft.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, or sorry not the end draft the um lottery where alex is eighth she is clearly handed by marnie a ball that has jackie's name on it It clearly says jackie on it and yet in the next scene when alex is looking at the ball reflecting it clearly says alex are we supposed to believe that this is some kind of magic ping pong ball (laughs) that changes names whoever touched it last i mean i really hope someone got fired for that blunder yeah yeah Uh, that that's uh that's a simpsons reference there um but it is like and i took photos of those mike that i'll text to you okay but like to me that was like a did no one fucking realize that you know now i could you could say like oh well alex was the last second coach that so they didn't have her name on there or something like you know it's like no, they did have one that said alex um to me that was just like you you couldn't pick up the right ping pong ball that said Alex on it to hand to Alex. Um Yeah. But I I just texted those to Mike. Um again, filmmaking is very hard. Good filmmaking is very hard. And you know, it's not something I, I could probably ever do. Um, but I I do like to think that I, I get people's names right. Isn't that right, Mark? <laughs> nice.
1: Well done. Yeah, I did notice like the the last ping pong ball like in the hopper was alex uh but yeah then it like you know they do the thing where it comes out and obviously tommy has been paying attention there was uh somebody pointed out in the last episode there's like a scene in the background of the players celebrating when it's like showing a tie or they're losing or something so there's some easter eggs to find as we go through with this uh tommy
0: another easter egg while on that subject is we, we found out who drafted Coach Cole.
1: Yes. That, Buffalo. That,
0: yeah, Buffalo Sabres. And is Brill from New York State?
1: Good question. I don't remember. I, I
0: feel like he was like a Sabres fan, and that's why um, he went. To, he's from Utica. So, yeah, he's a Sabres fan. Um, there you go. And so that's a nice little nod to him, I'm sure. I don't know, um, Kathy Espa, Josh Goldsmith, where they're from originally, because um, I think they wrote this episode. So um, uh, I'm going to be very critical of one of their lines here in a little bit. Um but if they're also the Sabers fans that's nice cuz you get to uh we we had hy- hypothesize that maybe he had played for the Stars or something because of the jersey that we right. saw but totally different colors for the Sabers. But
1: Yeah. I don't know, maybe he was drafted by the Sabers and traded to the Stars. So yeah. there's a lot that could happen there.
0: Talk shit about Buffalo, so. <laughs> and I guess there was that Buffalo Wings episode in season 1. That's true. So yeah. Maybe we'll get a Cole Beasley um <laughs> uh reference here or something like that. Get get up nice maybe Jim Kelly will be in the next episode. I don't know.
1: That would be nice. That would be nice. We, I mean Rich Eisen randomly showed up, so there's hope. There's hope. So yeah, we've talked about Maybe
0: Dominic Hashik will be in the next episode. That'd be great, right?
1: That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, we've talked about Nick and Lawrence. We talked about Nick and Alex trading. I will say they they brought up like, oh, the Nick is gonna be the, you know, analytics and that kind of stuff. And it was mostly just about trading up for the best pick. It wasn't about like identifying these it wasn't like, oh, this kid has a sweet shot but can't skate or something, but he'll still be valuable if you do this or so I was a little disappointed that Nick didn't go super far into the the money puck type deal. Uh which is something It would have that... been
0: great if he was just like, I did all this research and you drafted fucking Sam or something like that. <laughs> that's like, why you're reaching for sam or it should've, he should he have been like why are you reaching
1: for me in the first round
0: i'm eighth round at best you know
1: yeah and i guess to bring that other point up i mean sophie was a fifth round pick so may, i guess she wasn't really trying in this camp and it's sort of been uh, you know doing her psat prep book or whatever but if there is if she's if there
0: are 11 rounds like they're supposed to be then that's a top 40 pick okay that's fair and and also a question. So, because uh, Alice, she had the last pick in the draft, right? Yeah, because that's what it seemed like. So, unless did she only trade people. the yeah. first overall, like
1: the first round picks, when she was doing her trading, that's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. I did. I did wonder that because, like, or the, like, I was like, are they doing like some sort of snake or something? I, like I that? I imagine gonna but...
0: be a snake draft. Be- and even if you did. If you had the number one overall pick, you get the last overall pick, or or no, sorry, you get the eighty-first overall pick in the eleventh round, because um, mm-hmm. you're gonna have um, eighty, eighty-one, and if you're picking eighth, then you have eighty-eight. So, I don't know. Again, you know, Nick, um, easily throw a line in there for Nick being like the fantasy sports guru. <laughs> you know, let's get a line in there.
1: Yeah all right so yeah anything else on that uh, or the draft day before we really talk about you know evan and sophie here
0: we we can go on i'm sure disney's currently revoking our access for the next episode
1: <laughs> all right so yeah evan and sophie um obviously then you had sort of a i don't know if it was a side plot or whatever where it was like Coop and sam and maya sort of the the three musketeers again and it's like oh christmas is gonna suck and doing it for the kids. I thought there were some good lines there. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, like this is my first friend group ever. And uh, yeah, Evan and uh, Sophie having that conversation, Evan's like classic staying together for the kids or something like that. So I like that, but how did you feel about how it all, you know, just played out for them?
0: I agree that I kind of liked the three Musketeers, you know, being, um, you know, the, uh, the Greek chorus here, just kind of like, hey, this is going to make things awkward on us and the friend group. Um, you know and yeah and then Christmas sucks Um, although you get two Christmases a lot of times Mm. uh, and then your your dad tries to buy your love really (laughs) Um, so I think that should have been um, the line they went through it's like hey two Christmases might not be so bad and then Coogie be like maybe they'll both take us out to lunch or something like that and then Sam says yeah like double servings of avocado pudding or whatever the fuck they had Um, so there you go another line to throw in there Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say they're setting it all up, and then you have this really weird sequence. Evan going to sneak out, and I'm thinking, oh, are we to get, like, a dorm hygiene? Because he's going to see right. something he's not supposed to. Right before that, because um, I do want to give a lot of credit to Sam saying, like, oh, I sneak out every night. Yeah. Like, between 1 and 3. That's between me and the night or whatever. That's I thought great. that was really good. Was I liked great. that a lot. That was strong. But then Evan's, like, sneaking around these pillars, and then Sophie's just fucking in the the common room <laughs> yeah. watching TV. And there's no, like, you know, womp, like, oh, this is a joke. You know, it was just like, okay, you know, and they, they leave, okay? Mm-hmm. And the worst part of the episode, in my opinion, Evan goes, is that a bear? It's just like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like, nothing looks like a bear at all. It's <laughs> like, did you want to just, like, end this date? Is that why you're trying to do it? Where's, like, the setup being, like, I need to like find a way to cut this short because I'm so worried about like getting to sleep on time, Mm -hmm. you know, or there's there's no kind of thing early in the episode referencing like, oh, I hear there's bears out here in these woods or whatever, you know, and I guess you could say that's another heavyweights reference because they talk about bears in the woods. But now that's that's my my last gripe with this. Um, This episode is like, where the fuck did that come from? It's like you, you had to have been able to workshop something a little bit better. Now, I understand shooting was difficult. You had to come up with something mm-hmm. but maybe there was a cut scene where there was a fucking bear walking through campus i don't, I don't know
1: yeah i think evan was you know trying to make a joke or whatever but like if you're sort of nervous about sneaking out like you're not gonna just yell you know is that a bear um yeah yeah and you're on like a campus with no bear sightings around yeah they they could have done that better um Evan sneaking around with like Sophie sitting on the couch. I thought it was kind of funny. I didn't mind it. Uh, And then he just stood up from the couch. and He's like, you ready? And he's like, let's go. Um, Again, Marnie, I enjoyed when she was like, we are all clear on area seven. No troublemakers, no shenanigans. So yeah, I didn't mind it. It came to a head with like Evan and Sophie, but like then Evan says, Oh, I see you doing your PSAT prep book. So it's like, is Sophie in or is she out? Like I don't she, understand. I, I
0: did like her joke. I said only the math. I um, yeah. thought the delivery could have been better, but that was again, I, I I think the delivery wasn't great in a lot of these lines.
1: Yeah. It was more for me like, is is Sophie out or is she in? Is she is she burned out and not doing it, or is she, you know, still doing that PSAT prep book and still sort of feeling the pressure to perform or whatever because it seems like she's swung all the way the other way where she's like i don't care i'm gonna i'm doing me now so whatever that was that was what i took issue with um and then how did you feel about the whole thing where they're like we'll meet at on the ice at 7 a.m and then you know sophie doesn't show and all that good stuff
0: yeah that was that was another kind of like kind of weird thing and like hey i missed you it's like oh sorry you know
1: yeah yeah, they just sort of gloss over it. I'm not sure what drill they were doing. It looked like they were just, you know, they were skidding around in circles, stick handling through cones, and, like, you're really going to get your, you know, raid up or whatever by just, you know, sort of gliding around the ice and not skidding hard, but tis what it is. Uh, I, I, I'm okay with it. I'll accept it. Let me see. Anything else that stuck out to you uh, before we go to our awards? No, I think I'm ready for the uh the awards. Yeah, I am looking through my notes. I don't think I have anything else. Uh just to reiterate, the, I thought the Sam line was great. That was the best line Sam's given in two seasons where he, you know, talked about sneaking out and you know, that's between me and the night. So honorable mention to Sam there, but let's take a short break and move on to the awards at hand. we are back we have our episode four awards our mvp our lvp and our quote let's go to mvp first tommy your mvp my
0: mvp is going to be nick um mm. he's the number one overall pick um he earned it clearly not on, on the ice but um with his uh his scouting i really liked i liked the the binder that he had all the uh, color coordinated notes uh, i really appreciated his meticulousness there um no, I thought Nick was great. Um, we didn't get a lot of Nick in the last episode. Um, and you know, I I was a little bit down on the whole, like him running away part, but here, this is good. Um, thought he kind of hit his stride. Um, and I, and I, and I thought, uh, every, all of his lines were were delivered pretty well. Um, and he, and when he and Alex kind of spend time together, it's, uh, it's good. They have good chemistry. I feel like on, on the screen. Um, so yeah, I'm giving it to Nick. I, I liked it, you know, also you know, I think we've given Alex a lot of shit. I thought she was pretty good in this episode, um, you know, kind of with the whole trading thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, Nick is my MVP.
1: That's a good point. Good pick. Uh, I could, I could get behind it. I gave it to Evan and I think it was more because I've been wanting Evan. I think Alex Vlahos talked about it. It was like, he seemed like less of like a leading man in season two. Um, In that first episode, I wanted Evan to, you know, sort of break out and be the leader. And I think he finally was able to get his point across, which is some people have taken issue with that this is, you know, an elite camp. He's just into the camp. He wants to get the most out of the camp. And I think that came across in this episode. Um, I thought he had a couple lines, as I mentioned, you know, staying together for the kids, classic. Uh, So that would be my pick. But if we're trying to get a consensus or unanimous MVP. I'm fine with going with Nick. I thought he was great with the trading, had some good jokes. And yeah, to me you're you're talking about him running away. I do feel like they could have gotten rid of that part and gotten the draft earlier. I feel like the draft came in episode four. Like if it came in episode two or three, I think the whole season could have been a little uh smoother just to get rid of some of that preamble. But
0: I, I guess you kinda have to put find a way to get Evan and Sophie broken up and on different teams at the mm-hmm. same time without then having to be like, I mean, you could have done, Oh, we're still on the same team or like we're on opposite teams. No, we'll still see each other. And then Sophie develops a relationship potentially with Jace. And then actually you probably hate Sophie for like going behind Evan's back. So this way she's free to maybe like explore a relationship with Jace and, and the the fans aren't like, Oh wow. Like what a bitch, you know, mm-hmm. um, not that you would say that about a 12 year old. Um, but you know, you, you don't want to, you know, kind of treat her unfairly. So I understand why why the draft was a little bit late because you don't want to break them up right away. Um, but but I, I, I see your point. Yeah, I, I, looking back, I think we'll be like, yeah, the draft was kind of late, What's not it? Mm-hmm.
1: Let's move on to LVP. I had a hard time with LVP. As I mentioned, I liked this episode. There's no one who really stuck out to me as, you know, lacking. I ended up giving it to Alex just because I felt like she was, I, I didn't have an issue with her, you know, hijinks, trading up or something. I just felt like she was inconsistent. Like she was like, oh, I'm going to beat Coach Cole. I'm going to do everything I can to beat Coach Cole and shove it up his ass. And then she was like, no, I'm I'm going to draft Nick first round, Coop second round, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, are you trying to win and prove your point to Coach Cole that you can, you know, handle this team? Or are you, you know trying to just make people feel better. And obviously it's going to turn into, I know, you know, they're going to come together and there's going to be something. But like in the moment, you got to try to win if you say you're going to, you know, beat Coach Cole and talk all this game. So I didn't like that. So reluctantly giving it to Alex, but Tommy, who is your LVP of the episode?
0: I, I think you made some some good points. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've been dogging in this episode, obviously, but I didn't think there was like a true LVP. Like Mike said, I, I thought everyone was, was pretty good. Um, I thought, um, even, you know, guys who didn't have a lot of screen time or not a lot of words, like, like Sam or Jace, I was like, Oh, it was good. Uh, I actually was kind of like leaning toward Evan, um, Mm -hmm. because of the whole, is that a bear? Um, I just really hated that. Um, but I think you bring up a good point of what Alex, who's clearly the best, most seasoned actor we've had on this, uh, podcast, um, at least currently. Um, and you know, yeah, I I guess Evan, did kind of take charge um, I'm actually might give it to Sophie, you know, mm. I, I didn't think, um, her reactions were very good in this episode, like everything, like all of her reactions, like to something like Evan might say, it was kind of like a, like a side, eye shrug. Right. like, really, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, it's like, come on, let's, you know, yell at Evan or something, you know, um, I guess uh, I did like the line they had, it's like, we'll always have the pizza place or whatever, you know, um, but again, and like, an episode where I wasn't in love with, I did think everyone was pretty pretty good, with the exception of obviously um the bungled um Marnie giving the wrong ball to Alex. So maybe I have to give it to Marnie for fucking that up. Um because clearly Alex said, like, hey, this is the wrong ball. I need the right one. I don't know, it's tough. You know, I guess if I want to give it to one of the main characters it'd be Sophie, but maybe it, it really should be Marnie for that uh that botched ball exchange.
1: <laughs> no, i I like the Sophie pick. To your point, I think Evan, Evan, as I mentioned, had some good lines. He sort of got his point across. And like, I still, I'm still unsure of what's happening with like Sophie. Like, is she feeling the pressure still? And, and like still on that path of like overachiever by, you know, doing that PSAT prep book, even though it's the math or is she, you know, completely doing her own thing and, you know, going to help out Jace uh, and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I, I, I wanted more for or her, so I, I'm okay with, with Sophie and, and taking the LVP there. But again, yeah, it's not – I don't really feel great about giving anybody an LVP in this episode, but we'll, we'll give it to Sophie. Uh, your quote of the episode, Tommy.
0: And unfortunately, I had this written down in my – again, the notebook that I left at work is um, from Coach Jackie when they're talking about her going to like the um, – I guess the speed dating thing or whatever on the Thursday – Said, uh, I'm really just looking to hook up. I was like, oh, you know, okay, there we go. <laughs> and so that was my line of the episode. It caught me off guard. We've had a couple of kind of like innuendo y, like one liners right. here. Um, so I like that for Jackie. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, respect, respect. Um, that was good. Um, so yeah, that was my line of the episode. Of course, the runner up is Sam saying, you know, that's between me and the night.
1: Yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah. Again, also caught me off guard. I like Nick's sort of reaction to it. And I was like, okay, I think it was, I'm just like, no hookup, but I see your point when, you know, Nick was talking about, Oh, you, this could be their The person you married, do you really care about whether you have the seventh or the eighth pick? Uh, so that was a good one. That was,
0: and again, I think that kind of reinforces my Nick for MVP. It's like, that is like a really good point. It's like, are you going to think back to a seventh or eighth? It's like, like who gives a shit, you know? Um, right. And I guess oh, I'm trying to remember who said it, um, but it's like someone said like, you know, men being intimidated by like in like in shape women. I don't know if that was like Nick or or Jackie, mm-hmm. but that was also like a good part of that. I was like, that actually like makes a lot of sense, too. Um, but I'm sure she could find someone who wants to be like uh, beaten up a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that, that was... maybe
0: Toby, like I could oh. see maybe like, yeah, like Toby, Toby looks like he, he wants someone yeah. to uh, slap him around a bit. <laughs>
1: yeah that's good yeah that was nick explaining to alex you know why this mixer was such a big deal to jackie i believe
0: And one other go back to toby it's like he definitely looks like a jason schwartzman stand-in right oh yeah i could see that it's like definitely so we'll um we'll see if he ever gets mistaken for for him on the street you know we'll try to get him on the pod one day and we'll ask him if he likes um you know large dominant not large like strong you know dominant women (laughs) yeah or men whichever
1: (laughs) Uh, my quote really, uh, just cause I was so excited when I put it all together was this displeases me, uh, just cause for the heavyweights reference. Um, so uh, again, the Sam, the Sam one for me was also number two. So we might have to leave this one up, uh, to the quack lights or text Kevin or something, uh, to get the quote of the episode, uh, to get a true quote of the episode, but there are, there are some decent ones in this episode. Uh, so We'll leave it up to you. Anything else, Tommy, on this episode as we, you know, approach the halfway point of the season here? I think
0: another thing going back and just because you mentioned the displeases me, um, this displeases me, like the um, kind of like exchange between AJ and Nick at the beginning when he's holding that, like he's like awkwardly holding that picture there in front of him for a long time. Like, you got to cut that time down. You could have saved some time to get some better, you know, is that a bear writing <laughs> in there? And I think what you could have done is really have Nick be like, hey, I'm not falling for that trick again where you like, um, you know, you put blood in my drink or something like not blood. But, you know, give me more than 10 seconds. I could come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the next episode is, is better. And the next episode is called Icing on the Cake. And so I'm hoping we're going to get a Cake Eater reference in there Ooh. or at least something very meta. Or someone's like cake eater and someone's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, of course <laughs> I like cake, you know, something like that.
1: Yeah, that would be, yeah. I don't really have a good feel for icing on the cake. You would assume it's some sort of, you know, I, we're getting into the tournament now. So I'm hoping. Do we know we, the format? Is it round robin? We do not, which is a good point. Like I I would assume if I had to guess, yeah, I'd say they do like a, maybe they split into four team pods of round robin and then the top two go to the semifinals for knockout or something like that I, I think what they should probably have is you
0: you do um you do a round robin or or maybe like a double round robin where you play each team twice over two weeks and you play two games a day and then from there you take like the top four overall teams mm. um and maybe they advance to the winner's bracket and then like five through eight losers bracket i don't know Um, But yeah, I think maybe a round robin and then do one versus eight after that in like a bracket um, might work. Um, But it'll be really interesting to see uh, how they do this because, you know, we've talked extensively, you know, over 300 episodes on a Mindy Ducks podcast, (laughs) but every format there is. And so, if this format isn't amazing, we're gonna come back yeah. and give it shit. Because I think um, in season one, there was like a couple of good throwaway lines about like a format. where right? right. We're just like, okay, we give them like props for explaining it well, or just giving one line that said like, oh, this is blah blah blah. And I'm just like, okay, cool, yes, we're in.
1: Yeah, Stephanie explained. You know, you got to win the league to go to states, and there's a certain amount of people in states and all that, and they're you un- or the top two teams go to states, and then yeah, yeah, they they explained it there where. This is, you know, sort of, it's not like a league, so they could, they have a little more leeway, but yeah, I would like some sort of format and not just a, you know, team dominators playing the Mighty Ducks in the finals and we don't know how to get there. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Evan to play the Mighty Ducks. Like, I feel like they have to give us that, Uh, whether it's, you know, episode five or later on, I feel like they have to give us Evan playing against his old team and his mom and all that kind of stuff. So. That's what I'm looking forward to for us, thequackdick.com. Go there, contact us at quackdickpod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us what you thought of this episode. Tell us your quote of the episode. Uh, thanks to all our producers. We appreciate you. Uche, still the most recent producer. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Hey, quack, quack.
0: Oh, yeah.